Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, the final part of my interview with Sarah Avampado and Robbie Leano, and we'll talk a little bit more about the AHL playoffs. Hooray! Join me on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? It is Thursday. Welcome. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, and I'll be joined by Sarah Avampado and Robbie Leano momentarily. First, a reminder that this show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Low prices for all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, the show you could find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, definitely, or the new Odyssey app spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. Follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O underscore Ducks. This will be a quick one today because if you follow my StimpyJD Twitter account, you'll notice that there will be a lot of baseball pictures. Chavez Ravine today. Yeah. All right. So let's get things started really quickly. Uh, If you remember, I had a little road trip with Sir Avampado. We went to Tucson and visited our other colleague from Locked on Coyotes, Robbie Leano. We talked a bit of hockey. We covered the two games at TCC between the Ontario Reign and the Tucson Roadrunners. That took place a while ago. And in the midst of that long conversation we had at the studio, uh, Robbie and I brought something up that is of great importance to both of us, and that is Hispanic heritage. And you could hear most of that conversation right here, so that will take up two segments, and then we'll get on with the latter part of our show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy, folks. The two jerseys that you guys saw this weekend, El Lasso (laughs) and... And the Kachina, like you guys saw, you guys saw the, some of the best yeah. jerseys oh, you yeah. can see. Yeah, yeah, very, very high quality. And another thing, I guess another thing too, and to, to go go back to that Friday after the Alasso game, you guys saw what what the Arizona Coyotes and Tucson Roadrunners have been trying to do in appealing to the to the Latinx fan base here in Arizona. I I loved it. I thought that you know it, it was it's such. Any team, especially in this region of the country, that isn't tapping into that market and isn't doing what they can to to help grow the game in the Latinx community and everything is you're 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 just burning money. Like you could make so much money, and like if if money's the thing, hi. Especially in the Southwest, mm-hmm. yeah. Like Arizona, San Diego, Los Angeles, San Jose, those are pretty high Hispanic population areas. Uh, you can even go to the uh, over over to the east uh, in uh, Florida, like mm-hmm. another like high Hispanic area. Like, why wouldn't you take yeah. advantage of that? Yeah, and I know like San Jose does. You know, not to give too much credit to our, our friends, the Chompy Boys, but uh, you know San Jose they do amazing thing. Like I have a San Jose Sharks Los Tuberones uh, sweatshirt because I was like, this is rad. I, have a t-shirt I need for it. That. Yeah, and I, I have a friend who lives in San Jose. He's a Kings fan, uh, and he went into the store for me into enemy territory in the Shark store and set, got me the, the sweatshirt and everything. But you know, San Jose does a great job. Um, the Kings have Francisco X Rivera doing. Uh, uh, Spanish language uh, broadcasting for them. Uh, you know, I know San Jose also does. Arizona does. Uh, it's just, it, it's just, you could make so much money. <laughs> and I, I think the same goes for social media too. Um, the Coyotes have uh, the Los Yotes mm-hmm. Twitter mm-hmm. account, which that like it's specifically dedicated to anything in game and anything that the Coyotes tweet. It's the same stuff, but in Spanish. Yeah. 
there's a team you both are leaving out for reasons, but for very good reasons. What team are you both leaving out for reasons? Would that be the Anaheim Ducks, Alex Trebek? Correct for 600. And why do you think that they're leaving them out? Because they don't do enough. Do you know how many Spanish language broadcasts there have been for the Anaheim Ducks in their 27-year history? Like a big hot zero? I'd say like one or two. One. They've had one Spanish language broadcast, and that is it. And speaking for myself... I mean, personally, that is disappointing. I thought they would have done it a lot more because there is a strong Hispanic community in Orange County. There's a lot of Latin people in Anaheim. And for them to do it only once is really disappointing. Uh, last season, I did the the podcast with Jesus Arate, who you know, by the way, who does a Spanish-language broadcast for the San Francisco 49ers. Yes, that's true. Really, really good guy. Who, by the way... Happens to also be from a state in Mexico that my family's from, Michoacan. Michoacan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I was born in Florida. <laughs> well, we're born in California, but <laughs> yeah, but our, but our families are from Michoacan. Yes, and they very are. Swedish. Yeah. Which, by the way, all the hockey people that we know from Mexico happen <laughs> from to Michoacan. Be from Michoacan. So maybe that's the ho- hockey state. So for them to do it once and. We, I kind of got into this little match with a couple of the Goals fans because I showed scenes from Tucson Arena. I didn't tweet about the game. I left that to Sarah for Locked on Kings. And I was like, I'm not going to tweet about the rain because they're not the team I cover. I cover the Goals. But I wanted to get more a sense of everything that happened around the arena. And that's why I was so happy that you told me about this, Robbie, when you told me about all the stuff they do for the Latinx community out here, I was thrilled to see the Spanish language Twitter account and then to see the mariachis out there and then to see them, the mariachi national anthem. Did you, I felt it. Did you get a little bit of chill at the end? It was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. It was great. Like the little bit of that little violin uh, tremolo at the end with the last chord. I was like, "Oh, oh, it's so good. So you have the mariachis out there. And then you had Dusty, our, our good pal Dusty. He had the mascot jersey, and in the back of it, I had to get a picture of this. It said El Polvo. <laughs> in the back. For, for, for the boring English-only speakers, can you uh, can you clarify what El Polvo means, sir? Just Roadrunner. Thank I mean, you. Gotta, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and then I, a one Goals fan said, hold up, wait a minute. Is that a Sugar Skull Roadrunner? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> They go full force into the Dia de los Muertos. Because um, I told you about this. Because Tucson, in at least in the United States, has the biggest Dia de los Muertos parade every year. They didn't happen last year because of the COVID pandemic. But it's a, they make a big deal about it down here. It's like, you know, it's like they, it's a big question. It's, hey, you're coming down to the parade. And then are you coming down to make some sugar skulls or, you know, be a part of the entire festival? It is massive. People flock from across the entire nation to come to Tucson Dio de Sumeros Parade. It's something that we don't have in California, unfortunately. I mean, maybe downtown L.A. Olivera Street, and that's it. But, I mean, there is a big Latinx community out here. And the fact that there are goals fans saying, why don't we have that here? They tried to do something once, and 
It was Lucha Libre Night. That was their version of it. And the, and the biggest answer for that, at least in the case for the for the Coyotes and Roadrunners' sake, is their CEO is the first Latinx CEO of an NHL club in Javier Gutierrez. So, and that, that was his goal. You know, before when he first got named the CEO and president of the Coyotes, he's like, I want to expand the fan base into the Latinx community. And that and ever since then, we, that's when they unveiled the El Lasso jerseys and the El Lasso Knights and for the Roadrunners and everything else for the Coyotes. And they've been doing a phenomenal job. So I guess the big question is, why don't we see this in certain markets? I am going to call out San Diego a little bit. Like, why haven't we seen this more in those kind of communities? That boggles my mind. It is a good. It is a good question, and it has to be answered because you know, because again, this Southwest is very, very Hispanic populated. Yeah, I mean, it's something that I know we could talk about for ages, but isn't it disappointing that we don't have it more? I mean, and Sarah, I, I will give like the plug for your podcast because I I love it. Um, you got to interview Francisco X Rivera, which was one of my favorite interviews ever. Yeah, he uh, he was great to talk to. As well as every so often you interview a guest where you're like, I really wish that I could monopolize this person's time more than the 30 minutes that I like asked very nicely to have um, because I could have talked to him for quite some time about all, all the work that you know that he's been doing and that he's been doing trying to help push the Kings into doing more things to reach out to the community and uh, you know recognize that that's how you grow the game. And we, we talk so much in the NHL about how do we get more fans? How do we grow the game? How do we get a bigger fan base? How do we you know keep hockey going for future generations? And that's how you do it, by reaching out to communities who aren't aren't being served by it yet. Like every white kid in Canada knows about, about hockey, but there's so many other people who we, we haven't reached yet. Uh, so it was great to get to talk to, to uh, Francisco X Rivera. He made his English language play by play debut this season, uh, calling a couple of Ontario rain games. And uh, I certainly hope he, get, he gets to do more of it. Uh, and uh, just, just the greatest guy. And uh, I'll maybe remember to drop a link to that one on, on, on the locked on LA Kings Twitter uh, because it, it was a pretty good conversation with him about uh, just all the work the Kings are doing to to appeal to people other than um, people who look like me. <laughs> I mean, he came out he came out to Toyota Arena last season and really promoted the fact that he was the new Spanish language broadcaster for the LA Kings, where he does maybe a dozen games a season. But what I really liked about that interview, Sarah, was the fact that he talked a lot about the charity work that he did. Uh, raising awareness for the game. I think you mentioned Mexico City, Mm -hmm. where he goes down there at least once or twice every year and tries to build it down there, right? Yeah, and he he goes down there, and this year there was a big partnership with the Kings. Uh, You know, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, they couldn't send people there, but they were doing it over Zoom and everything. Uh, So, you know, just this uh, Zoom with a whole bunch of, like, little kids from Mexico City all learning how to, like, stick handle and everything. Uh, So it was really great to see the investment that, that's there and the work that guys like Francisco X Rivera have been doing to help drive that investment and make, make the Kings and make AEG and whoever controls the purse strings stand up and say like, Oh, cool. We're going to do this. I mean, that that's the ultimate hope is to raise that much more awareness. And Hey, maybe, maybe one day we can get someone that was born in Mexico up to at least, maybe at least semi-pro hockey Maybe to the ECHL or AHL. How cool would that be? That would be, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, 
you know, especially, you know, someone who is half Mexican, you know, to see that kind of thing. It's like, you know, be proud about that. Mm-hmm. Feel I mean, that. I mean, I was proud. I was proud on Friday with the El Lazo night. Yeah, so was I. Like when I first when they when they first debuted it, I think earlier in the season, they, I was like, these are awesome. I love it. The jerseys are fantastic. They're so flipping cool. The school roadrunner. Yeah. Like I am. Uh, one of you two tweeted it at me. The 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 logo. I did. You did. Yeah. Uh, and one of my friends responded and was like, "Oh, Sarah's already thinking about her next tattoo. <laughs> um, I have several weird birds tattooed on me, and uh, I I have a penchant for both weird birds and things that are vaguely creepy. So like bird skull." thing i was like well that's really rad um but yeah I, I i felt very seen by everyone involved in that exchange what about sugar skull bird i mean sugar I, skull roadrunner yeah i oh. mean a, as as a white person i would feel too like culturally appropriative of of the sugar skull bird but i think it's very cool looking i i would it be my next weird tattoo no um that would be unfortunate but I, it's very rad the whole thing is rad <laughs> Uh, we we're kind of circling back to the Latinx community in hockey, and yeah, I'm I'm going to circle back to Anaheim just to finish off by saying, let's have more than one game every 25 years. Let's make this an annual thing for at least Dia de los Muertos or what the Kings are doing a dozen games a year. You know, Francisco X Rivera, you know, he's calling the Spanish games, and oh, that's right. The other thing, Francisco was the first. Spanish-speaking announcer for a hockey game in English because he did the rain games in English, That's right? Mm-hmm. Not Spanish. Mm-hmm. So to be able to see that moment for the Ontario, you got to be super yeah. proud, yeah. of that. Yeah, like to cover the rain, and you got to be super proud to have that happen. You know, like I, I was proud. I was happy to see it. <laughs> there was a little part of me going, ah, "It can happen. It can." Yeah, we we can do play by play. Yeah, we can. Next, uh, n- n- after and after that, I got to focus on the Filipino side. Yeah. Wait, do you do you know Tagalog? I don't know Tagalog, but uh. I, I I can learn. <laughs> I'll that, I'll uh, I'll team up with Justin Bradford for that. You mentioned his name <laughs> earlier, so. <laughs> Wait, now I'm, does he know Tagalog? Probably does. I think I think I mentioned I think he mentioned that he does. Because we're talking, like I was on, a, I was on another podcast with them before the uh, before the Coyotes Predators series last uh, last year, and we just started talking about, it and we both found out it was like, I, well, he he realized right away I was Filipino, and I realized right away he was, so we started talking random about that. And- <laughs> yeah, uh, there was one topic that we have not talked about, but you know what we can talk about first. <laughs> Uh, you drive a very fast car. I do drive a very fast car. It, it and goes room vroom. It goes room vroom. Like we just filled up with uh, with the uh, p- the premium gas, and it made it went, ex- it went extra room vroom. <laughs> there we go. But the huge thing is, you know, obviously a car like that needs good repair parts. They do, and you know where you can get those repair parts from. I've heard of this website called RockAuto.com. Is that it? That is it. Sweet. You know, they have parts for every car you could think of, including uh, an Aston Martin, a Ferrari, 
They have Mustang parts. They do have Mustang parts, and I checked it out myself because I went to go look for some spark plugs, some uh, other like water pumps and everything like that. I can tell you, the price is there so much better than going to a chain store. Like, oh. significantly better. Like, no, no, no comparison. Way better. So you got to go to rockauto.com right now, and what should they put in the how did you hear about us box? I think they should say that Locked On sent you, and if you want to get really extra super specific, you can name perhaps Locked On Coyotes, or Locked On Kings, or Locked On Ducks, or Locked On Southwest Tucson Food Road Trip Hockey <laughs> Show. Uh, but just tell them, just tell them that, uh, that Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box when you go visit rockauto.com to get all the cool parts that you need for your car or your truck. I'm going to sing the jingle right now. Ready? One, two, three. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. You didn't join me on that. <laughs> but you said you said you were, yeah. not uh, we yeah. were. Okay, we could all do that. Not now that I now that I got you all warmed up. One, two, three. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Your one trusted online sportsbook and your one source for all things sports, including MLB, the NBA playoffs, and of course the National Hockey League's playoffs. The run to the Stanley Cup is on. So definitely check all that out on BetOnline.ag. On your first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. We're going to make this a very quick segment today, very, very quick, as in under a few minutes. So I do want to catch up because we have been talking AHL hockey for the past couple segments. I do want to get you up to date on what has happened since Monday. If you recall on Tuesday's podcast, unfortunately, the San Diego Gulls got eliminated by the Bakersfield Condors on the fight for the Chick Trophy. Yeah, that's right. The Bakersfield Condors and the Henderson Silver Knights are battling for the Pacific Division crown. And if you saw what happened yesterday, it was another thriller for the third consecutive game. The Bakersfield Condors went into overtime. It was a 2-2 tie at the end of regulation and for the third consecutive game. The Bakersfield Condors escaped with an overtime victory. And guess who got the game-winning goal once again? This guy pops up again. Adam Cracknell. Cracknell got the game-winning goal in overtime to give the Condors a 1-0 lead in the best of three series. Game Two is tonight at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The reason it is tonight is because Game 7 of the Vegas Golden Knights versus Minnesota Wild will take place Friday night at T-Mobile. So that means Game 2 is tonight, Thursday, at T-Mobile. Game 3, if necessary, will be Saturday night in Las Vegas. So check that out on AHL TV in case you want to see some minor league hockey and see who comes out victorious. But, man, the San Diego goals got a little bit of a bad break because that Game 3, they deserve to win. 
they were playing their butts off. They were playing a lot better that overtime, but Bakersfield kind of survived. I mean, yeah, there were a couple posts that went against the goals. There was one post shot by Trevor Zegris late in the game that could have won the game and the series for San Diego, but unfortunately didn't happen. Guess what? Same thing happened yesterday. Yes, you heard that right. Another bad post goes in favor of the Bakersfield Condors. They survive once again. I don't know how they're doing this, but they're just they're doing just enough to get into overtime. And then somehow, even though they got outplayed for a lot of the game, they still somehow managed to come out on top. So they're one victory away from winning their second division title in three years. So yeah, there you go. All right, we're going to wrap things up for now. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Follow my personal Twitter at StimpyJD. You can hear the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard, including the new Odyssey app. And make sure to listen to Locked on NHL for all the latest news on the NHL playoffs. Thank you all once again for listening. It is greatly appreciated. I'm off to Chavez Ravine. So, for Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please practice social distancing. Be safe out there. Wear a mask. Be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together.